Thank you for coming back and listening to the podcast again. Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking to you about living in the moment. I'm going to be starting out by telling you a story of something that happened to me. And uh, then I'm going to let you know about the lesson that I learned from it. And then I started to let myself forget the lesson a little bit until recently. Uh, We had a uh, turnaround of the COVID variant, of uh, the Delta variant. And uh, I experienced a lot of people that I cared about getting sick again. And, uh, you know, it was people who didn't really think that uh, this... um, this epidemic was ever going to affect them. And when it did, the conversations that I had with them was so amazing. And um, it was a lot of the same feedback. And so I'd mentioned it in my opener for the season two. And um, it, it made me think of, um, you know, different times in my life where I've had the same kind of moment, um, awakening. And so I wanted to share it with you so that uh, you don't have to have um, uh, an illness or uh, something like I'm about to share happen to me um, before you start to recognize uh, the uh, quick turns that life can take. So to begin the story, I uh, was... 10 years old when I found out that my dad had cancer, uh, 11 maybe, and uh, it had started as colon cancer, and he had gotten it removed and had to get a colonoscopy bag, and it was a huge blow to our families, uh, you know, it, it was it was a big deal, obviously, because he was still very young. Um, he was in his late 40s at the time and it came out of left field he was a coal miner he worked in the mines but the colon cancer wasn't related to this in any way shape or form he had a surgery to have it removed like I said and he was good for several years Uh, and then he would have to go uh, habitually uh, and get checked and, and he would come back and everything would be fine and we'd be good And uh, through high school, I have very vivid memories of us doing different diet crazes and focusing a lot on uh, herbal uh, techniques to try to keep things very healthy. Uh, There was a lot of sacrifice involved in that. Uh, Just a lot of, um, you know, not eating this or that or, you know not burning this, uh, you know, as far as candles go, it's probably one of the reasons why I love candles so much these days, because I wasn't allowed to burn a lot of them back then. Um, and, you know, we cut out a lot of things, like fast food, things that we thought would, you know, come out, you know, just having us on the quote unquote healthier side. I mean, obviously I was a teenager, so every time I had the opportunity to go and eat fast food or whatever, I was there. But, you know, it was, it was very challenging to see someone that I love be very worried all the time you know but um also uh the household was very strict um I wasn't um uh, it wasn't a do anything open mind spiritual household at that point in time 
Uh, and so with each doctor's appointment that he came back and he was fine, uh, was also, uh, you know, I was building a relationship with my father in the background, you know, um, this is how I'm doing in school. This is how I'm doing in life. And I was in a lot of activities. I was a cheerleader. I, uh, was a dancer. I, I had taken, um, dancing lessons from a very, very young age. I was actually a, a legacy of a cheerleader. I, I was, um, one of, of three girls and, um, they were, you know, we were all cheerleaders. And so I was, I was very heavy in activities and, um, you know, as he was going through his own, um, challenges and, and things like that with work and health and all of the stuff that we all face every day. Um, he was, you know, dealing with this extra layer of this very deadly disease. And, you know, when I was a senior in high school, he ended up getting a, um, a test that came back and they'd found cancer in his lungs. Um, after he'd had that removed, he was good for, uh, two years and, uh, then he started to get sick again. And this was a little bit different, um, uh, just because we were seeing it in him. We were, we were hearing the coughing and we were, we were wondering what was going on. But in the meantime, in my life, I was in college, I lived with... 13 people in this massive house on campus and I um, thought I knew everything about everything there was you couldn't tell me anything I knew all of the answers to all of the world's questions uh, and I think about that person now and I, I shake I shake my head because there was so much I didn't know I was so sure about it too at any rate I remember him at the time he worked he worked so hard and he worked in the town that my college was in and I remember him coming to the door and trying to hang out with me and me hearing him knock on the door and not wanting to answer because I wasn't doing great in all of my classes and I didn't want to talk to him about it. I, uh, I knew that, you know, he would be awesome. He would take me and he would buy me groceries if I, if I met up with him, that he would, you know, give me some spending money maybe. I mean, I worked the whole way through college, but I mean, anybody who's listening to this that's gone to college, even if you haven't, you're broke when you're in college. Books are expensive. Everything is expensive when you're in school, especially if you're living on campus. And I remember not answering the door. I remember looking out the window and seeing him come and, you know, not wanting to have that conversation with him when it came up how my grades were I didn't want to tell him that I wasn't doing great in this class or this class or that I would maybe have to take this class over again I had picked up a minor halfway through school and uh, it was not as easy as I thought it was going to be and as hard as I worked there were just some areas I could not hit I could not um I could not master and it didn't matter if I studied all night long for days on edge 
Now that I think about it, I may have had a slight learning disability, but I'm very social too. So, I mean, I was out enjoying college for everything that it was. And um, that's just me owning uh, the fact that I was out experiencing all kinds of college life and learning all kinds of lessons. But about a year later, uh, they had found a tumor the size of a pea in uh, his back. And when they cut it out, he got an infection. And that infection is what eventually took his life. After I lost him, I remember thinking of the times that he came to the door when all he ever wanted to do was take me out to eat or uh, buy me groceries or, you know, anything like that. And I didn't, uh, I didn't answer the door. And from that point forward, I had said that throughout the course of my life, I will recognize that, you know, each moment could change and I never wanted to feel that feeling ever again. Never being able to say goodbye or to unuse one of those moments where it didn't work out quite much for me because I didn't want to talk about what my grades, my struggles were, but it may have meant everything to him. and. I think about that today even, and I can't believe that my 21-year-old self uh, didn't answer that door. Because even, even now, it's out of character for me. So I must have been really afraid of what his criticism of me was going to be once I told him. If I'd have known how my life was going to turn out, I would have done things a thousand percent different in that regard. But he could be scary. Uh, you know, I really wanted to impress him. I, I really wanted him to think that I was just amazing. And when I had, you know, anything like that, that I didn't want him to know about, I just would rather not talk to him. And here, uh, I was, uh, you know, I knew all the world's answers and I thought that he was going to live forever. He had had cancer for, uh, I think it was 10 years before he succumbed to it. And, uh, you know, there were a couple things that I had taken back and there were a couple things that when he was in his last moments, I had to share with him because they were telling me he can still hear you. He can still feel that you're here. He can still understand what you're saying, even though he can't respond. And I remember telling him that I was sorry for not answering the door. And so in life, uh, what we're going to be talking about today is making sure that you're answering that door proverbially for your life and how quickly it can all go by and you know how fast time goes that you have to appreciate the essence of each moment. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back to continue talking about living in the moment. Thank you so much, everybody, for sticking with me and listening to that quick commercial break uh, for Anchor. Uh, they uh, require a certain amount of advertising time, and so I'm working on trying to slide it in so that everybody can take a quick break, grab a drink, whatever you need to do while we take 
those couple seconds. So I appreciate you sticking around to continue discussing what we were talking about. I went on to, you know, think to myself, wow, that was a rough lesson, but not have it resonate within my soul until I had a couple more instances of it happen. There were a a couple other family members in my life that I had lost over the course of the following very close by years. I mean, it was one right after the other. And I started really taking notice to the last conversations that I had had with these people, the last moments that I was able to spend with them, and the the memories that I was able to make with them. And there were so many opportunities that I recognized that I could have made so much more out of certain instances. Uh, Fishing trips, things that simple, Uh, picnics, uh, birthdays holidays things that I just blew off like I I didn't I didn't understand how relative they were to my life when you're young and you're taking a lot in you're kind of selfish at least I was and uh, you start thinking about what benefits you the most and this kind of turned things into a what benefits others type of thing and you know in life How do we recognize what moments are of that essence? And that was what I was getting at before the commercial break. So more recently, I uh, mentioned that I've had the opportunity of talking to several people who, because of COVID, have had this awakening uh, where they're looking at the moments that they spend in life and the things that they throw all of their eggs into, the baskets, and what makes them what makes those moments more important than others and identifying the routines that we all build and uh, again even as I'm in my, I'm, I'm 40 years old and I put precedence on things that won't benefit me tomorrow but you know the moments that I lose today are moments that I'll never get back I've talked in this podcast before about how when you're looking forward to the future, the future comes faster and you lose the moments in between. And that's crucial because the moments on the in-between are ironically the moments that count the most. When you think about some of the things that make you laugh or that have made you cry or have made you miss somebody, it usually is a moment where you cherished it so much because it stood out from the others. But imagine if every time you talked to somebody, it was the last time that you had the opportunity to talk to them. Imagine if that moment or that memory was the last chance that you had to make that memory with them. Now, thankfully, it probably won't be the last one. You will most likely see that person or talk to them again at some point in your life. And they may inspire you to be better, or you could inspire them. But either way, you'll probably be given the gift of time. But instead of having yourself always stand on the granted foot, why not stand on the other and recognize that each person is not guaranteed to be there forever. And that includes yourself. Now, in this podcast, I try to bring everybody on the journey with me to be their best selves. And I think that a huge part of being the best person that you can be is recognizing 
every every moment counts and find out what things that you do in your routine will serve you tomorrow. That's why I talk a lot on my Instagram page about investing, having your money work for you because the ultimate goal for myself someday, knowing what I know about the moments in life and making the memories that count is I would love to be at a place in my life where I have money that makes itself. And, you know, over the course of time, it will develop in multitudes, in blessings. I like to do for other people because it is a way that I can share myself and hopefully leave an imprint on their soul and cherish more the memories that I'm able to hold dear with them. And I exercise this every day, especially after talking to some of the people that I've talked to about some of those revelations that I could really relate to in regards to it taking me back several years and the losses that I had endured and the conversations that I did not have that I wish that I would have. A lot of the memories that I think of with those people, I had a very open-ended time in, in, in my brain. I just thought that they were going to be there forever that there was always going to be time to meet up for that lunch or to go ahead and have that, you know, alone time or spend quality time or sing that song one more time together or dance that dance one last time together. And there wasn't. It, it was something that you don't know what the future will bring. And so living in the moment is not just some cliche term <laughs> for your life is going to go by so fast because we all know that it does. I've got some people that I've been friends with, which seems like I just became friends with them a couple years ago, whose kids are in college now. Not kidding. It's crazy. People that I have let so much grass grow since the last time I've spoke to them, but my memories are so clear that are still alive, that I haven't reached out to. And, and, and my excuse is life has happened, right? But has it? If something were to happen to any any one of them, I would be devastated because I slacked in getting to talk to them or share another memory with them or be able to experience life with them. And I've been very blessed. Over the course of the last several years, I have come into paths and journeys with people from this podcast, actually, and different health events that have happened with me, school events, work events, that have changed and left an imprint on me that I will hold dear to my heart for the rest of my life. And I can only hope to do the same thing for somebody else, if not a multitude of people. And that's part of the reason why this podcast is out there. Because whether I'm here or whether I'm long gone, I want something to be out there for people to learn from and be inspired from and find the motivation from somebody's voice coming from somewhere to let them know that if you have somebody around you who's elderly or you if you have growing children or if you have a relationship that you've been in for a really long time or maybe you just got into it take every moment and appreciate it It sounds corny and cliche, but 
there is no time span really on how quickly I mean I was listening to the radio I think I might have mentioned this in the last season I was listening to the radio and they classified Green Day's classic rock and I was like blown away because it's it, I feel like what what is happening Nirvana classic rock what is happening like I just can't I can't deal and the reality is is that's where we're at in our lives there are things that are regular to me that are not regular to your millennium, you know, kid. Uh, and there are things that are regular to me that are not regular to the baby boomer that, you know, lived life under very different circumstances. And that is a, a that is the definition of how fast time can go and how those moments are of such an essence to everybody that you surround yourself with. So take a moment and revelate. Make the most out of everything that you have, everything that's around you. Share as much as you possibly can of your gifts and understand that time is really just something that I feel like we use as a measurement for nothing. Um, and that, that's a whole different and deeper philosophical agenda. So I'm not even going to go into that. Um, however, uh, you know, this is kind of a warm, um, you know, touchy episode. Um, just take from this the lesson to appreciate yourself and the people that you have around you and the people that you care about and take a look at your life and recognize that um, it's, it's, your only, it's, it's your only space and make it the best space that you possibly can and give as much as you possibly can. With all that being said, I've hit my time. I hope that you have an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on and I hope to be speaking for you again in the near future.